I think it's so important that you have to go to any means, any lengths to start a business. If that involves moving to a new city, if that involves cutting off a relationship that you know is no good for you because it's too toxic, that you can't continue to focus because y'all fighting all the time. Those are the extreme lengths that you have to go to. You have to be able to just up and go sometimes. You have to be able to just up and go. As long as you've got your brand solid, you've got everything ready, just pack them and leave. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty Boss Millionaire Podcast with Felicia Fricasi. Her mission is to empower you with short, on-the-go business tips and advice to help you successfully start and run your company like a boss. And now, here's your host, Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi. Welcome back to Beauty Boss Millionaire. I'm your host, Felicia Fricasi, and a lot of times you'll see successful people and they've moved from their hometown. Like, for example, Beyonce, you know, was in Texas, but she did not end in Texas. She kept on going and going and going. And a lot of people, they have a gift, they have a talent, they have a brand, they have a company, and that business needs are needed somewhere else other than their city on a larger scale. Now, obviously, I know if you have a retail business, it's a little different. If you have a website, it's a little different because that's World Wide Web. You can go anywhere. But there's some things that you just need to do for press purposes that will get your brand out there further. I remember leaving my hometown, Rochester, moving to New York City. Um, I spent years and years and years as a kid going to New York City, back and forth. I have family members that are there. But also just starting a new path and opening up a store there, not knowing anyone, you know, well, knowing people, but not knowing people to the level like I knew people intimately that I went to high school with and things like that. And I think in my entire life, I've moved seven to 10 different cities. I remember when I opened my store in Buffalo, New York, I'm not from Buffalo. A lot of people are like, why are you going to Buffalo? I'm like, all the girls keep on coming down to Rochester. They keep on coming to get their beauty services done. I said, it's time to open a store in Buffalo. And at the time I was actually living in New York City. And I remember I got an email saying, you know, look, do you want to do this? And so, cause I had reached out first and I finally got the email back that I was waiting patiently for. One thing that I can say that I'm really proud of myself for this is that I've never had this spirit of fear in the sense of being fearful about going to new cities and opening up new stores. Now, you're going to have a, a small, you know, you're going to have a small level of like, am I going to make it? But I knew because I my hands are so trained in so many things, I knew I was going to be successful. And just as I predicted, Buffalo boomed. Uh, then I moved there for, I think I was there for like a year and a half. I stayed there and I moved to Buffalo. I had a nanny in the house helping my kids. Back then, my kids were so little too. They were like, I want to say three and four. They were real little. And I had a nanny that lived with us because I knew I was going to be working the store late. And I just basically, you know, I was also at the time I was single. I didn't have anyone. It was just my, I had just went through a divorce. And so it was a little hard for me because, you know, I still had to stand, but my business was sustaining us. We were making, I was making great money. I always say we're like, there's more than one of me, but it was, it's just me. I own my company by myself, but it was a challenging time, you know, because I had to really just keep all eyes on the operation. And I didn't, one of my strategies is anytime I go to a new city to keep payroll low, I sometimes will only hire one person or just me at first. And then quickly, once it picks up the momentum, then I add people in. And, you know, that's just me bootstrapping it, being smart. But a lot of people have to understand that when you start to grow and you have to expand to another city, you really have to be a good manager of money. I didn't really buy myself anything. I really stayed focused on the goal, which was to put all my money into advertising. So instead of me buying a $2,000 Chanel purse that I could have easily done, uh, even more, 
these purses nowadays, they go for so much more, a $5,000 purse, whatever. I chose intentionally to put that money into marketing my business because I didn't know anyone there. I didn't know anyone in the cities that I would go to. Even when I did a store in Orlando, I didn't know anyone in Florida, no one. But what I did is I spent those advertising dollars. Like for example, we just did a uh, $6,000 campaign. I've been in the Sarasota Siesta Key market for, I think about three years. And we, we, we've done mailers, we've done uh, marketing, Facebook, all that stuff. But one thing that has really been successful for us, we um, just recently did a campaign with uh, Wild 94.1. And it's a radio station here in the area. And it cost me $6,000 for that campaign. It's with White Claw. And we basically are going to just be uh, popping up at beaches and promoting our store, letting people know about us because you have to do that work. Th- those are the things you have to invest in your business. And then I've also done promotions that have cost me a lot more, but I know I've always made a return off it. And sometimes it's scary because you don't know if you're going to make that return, but you have to just do the right thing. I'd rather do that money and lose it than to buy a purchase to sit there just so I can look cute for the gram. So it doesn't make sense to me why people do these things. They go off and buy all these expensive items and they're not putting money back into marketing their business. So I'm just going to kind of step back for a moment and just explain why I think it's so important that you have to go to any means, any lengths to start a business. If that involves moving to a new city, if that involves cutting off a relationship that you know is no good for you because it's too toxic, that you can't continue to focus because y'all fighting all the time. Those are the extreme lengths that you have to go to. Another extreme length that I think is important that people realize is that you have to be able to just up and go sometimes. You have to be able to just up and go. As long as you've got your brand solid, you've got everything ready, just pack them and leave. A lot of people are so scared that look, look, save up. Tax time is the best time to move when you got enough padding that you know you can survive for a good two to three months. And you know, sometimes you have to just pick not the fanciest place. You have to pick a place that you know you can sustain yourself for a good six months to a year. Let's say you go find yourself a studio apartment for $700 or you have to roommate it for a while with someone that you feel is safe. Like I I don't, I don't, you know what? It's actually funny. I'm actually going to tell this story just so y'all can have living proof that I've done this before and not just saying it. I remember when I moved to New York City you know, the rent, y'all know the rent is expensive. A bottle of water on the street is $5. Everywhere else, it's a dollar or 75 cents. Um, but in New York City, I remember when I moved there, I was looking at this apartment at the time and the rent was like something crazy. I think it was like 3000 And I remember looking like a one bedroom for 3000 That's crazy. You know, I know what I could get for that, but I knew the connections would be invaluable. You have to prove that you make a hundred times the rent, which is crazy. Secondly, you have to put down like First month, last month, security, you're just like, by time all was said and done, I was putting down a lot of money, but I took that chance because I knew what it, I knew I needed to one network two I needed to, um, just really do things differently. And I knew it was a good move because I was always going to New York. I was always going, people was always calling me to do their lashes and beauty services. You know, a lot of the Beyonce's dancers, they were asking me, you know, girl, I need you. I need you. So it's just like, it was it was worth it for me. And, you know, when you get that pull and that clientele and people are asking, you know, you're doing one celebrity in the next or you're catering to one. Sometimes you can't just go in and visit and leave. But then there's times where you're going to need to be there. You know, my publicist was there. She was there, you know, getting me all these events. I didn't want to have to keep traveling. And what I did 
to mitigate the uh, bleeding of funds to stop me having to pay out all this 3000 a month, which is fine. I remember uh, my friend Brandy, he's a guy, a, a friend of mine, and he, you know, he has a wife or whatever, but he was like, look, I'm going to be in uh, New York for about six months. I'm working on this newspaper deal. Um, can I just, you know, rent the couch up from you? I'm like, okay, well, how much? And so we got talking and we ended up doing a thing where we just split it down. Like we literally split it down the middle. And, and then it was funny because after that, um, I ended up getting a bigger apartment and another friend of mine was like, look, can I just stay with you? And everybody always wants to stay with me. It's so funny. And I'm like, well, you can, but I, you know, I'll give you a few days free, but you know, if you want to stay here long-term, you know, you have to put up something. And they were like, all right, cool. So my friend Virginia, who I love, her dad would send me $2,000 a month just to have, so she could have the living room because it was cheaper for her to just pay the two grand than for her to go off on her own and, and spend more than that because the area downtown in New York City is just a lot more expensive than uptown. I don't know why, but now uptown prices are going up too. So in Harlem, you know, you used to get apartment for, you know, 2000 Now it's like 3000 and the price downtown was more. But now that this whole pandemic happened, the prices I've heard have gone down. So let's look at these different cities that have the highest level of potential. You know, we've got Silicon Valley where everyone goes that's in everyone goes that's in technology. We've got New York City a good place to go and net where you can meet everybody. New York City itself is like a giant maze, but if you put yourself around the right people, you network, you're going to be successful. Miami. Miami is a certain place if you're like a promoter or a party person or you have something to do with the industry in that sense. Miami might look good for you because it's just one of those cities where it's lively, it's young, it's youthful. So, you know, let me keep going. Chicago has its benefits, Texas, and lastly, Atlanta. So many black people are moving to Atlanta and I'm so proud of Atlanta. I was actually this weekend, I was in Miami. I was at a bachelorette party and everybody in the building was from Atlanta and we were all just hanging out, having fun. I mean, it was so nice to see other strong entrepreneurs, you know, pulling up. I'm pulling up in my G-Wagon. They were pulling up in their Rolls Royce. They were pulling up in the Bentleys. They were pulling up in um, the Ghosts, all that. It was so nice to just see everyone successful doing their thing, random, you know, that run a business. And, you know, we were in VIP. I literally want to say the VIP was like $10,000 just to get us in. I think it was 9600 is what I remember them saying. But just, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's nice sometimes to just surround yourself. It's that energy. We call it synergy, you know? You get this power behind you to keep going, networking, and everyone was just so proud of each other because we all knew that we came from nothing. Most of us came from nothing. We didn't have any rich parents. You know, most of us started from the mud. So to see us all at that level, pulling up, pushing those de those decent vehicles, you know, and looking nice, everybody was Gucci'd out, everybody was proud of that. There comes a level in your life where you just have to celebrate your accomplishments. It's nice to be able to be around people that are successful like yourself. And sometimes you have to go to where they're at. Sometimes you have to go and network, network, network until stuff starts bubbling. Next thing you know, you're successful. Everything's working for you. Um, I know a few friends that move up and move to LA just because they're more artsy. They're more into the makeup. They're more into the beauty. They're more into um, stuff that is more needed in LA because of all the actors in the industry. And they've been highly successful. So just remember, don't be scared to go to great lengths to be successful. And don't be scared to move. Because your next blessing is tied to the next city. I hope all of this has helped. And thanks for tuning in to Beauty Boss Millionaire. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast. And don't forget to follow the Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Beauty Boss Millionaire.
Give your special lady a gift certificate to the Below Dry Lounge to get her hair done and then over to Fricasse Lashes for her lashes and her brows done for only $60. That's right, hair done, brows done, and lashes done. Call 225-HAIR or 225-LASH or stop in the Grease Ridge Mall. 